0: Hello, everybody. This is Gary Kay, and this is uh, you're listening to one of our post Infocom podcasts. I'm excited to be joined by an old friend of mine, not old as an old age, but old, but <laughs> uh, often, who's the new, brand new CEO of Kramer, um, which, by the way, our readers found out about that first, Clint. So thanks yes, for that. Uh, thanks for that scoop before Infocom. Great show for you guys. You had a packed booth, you had a good location right there in front of Epson. Yep. Uh, and you um you know you you had a, a couple of new products and technologies. how would you think it went in general?
1: Oh, I think it went uh, excellent. Uh, we had uh, wonderful conversations on the booth um, you know we're moving from uh, being a solely a company that makes boxes and we still do that, but we're moving into more and more solutions which are software based and uh, and we're going to continue that and uh, as we try to evolve to eventually offering you an AV platform and uh, that's where we're headed. You know,
0: um, show floor traffic was down from last year, but when you walked into your booth and LG's booth and a few others on the show floor, it didn't seem like it was down. I mean, did you feel a difference? Did you notice fewer leads or what was your general impression of the show?
1: No, we didn't have fewer leads. Um, you know, you know if, if whether the show has thirty five thousand people or forty thousand people or sixty thousand people, I can only meet with so many people. My whole team can only meet with so many people in the course of uh, the three days, um, and the and this then it becomes more about the quality of the conversations and who you're having them with, and uh, and those were excellent.
0: Good, and uh, one of the things that you launched that I saw the biggest crowd around Um, were the really two areas of your booth. Uh, The first was the new 622 DT switcher that you had, which is kind of unique because it's kind of a hybrid switcher because in addition to having control um, uh, built into it uh, and HTVST built into it, it's it's doing traditional switching. Um, Talk about that and sort of like uh, what the thought process was on that product.
1: Uh, Absolutely. So you know, listen. As as the industry is evolving, having more and more of uh, what is necessary to be done in at the core or the heart of an AV system needs to be in one box, and uh, that's the thinking behind the six twenty two. We've also incorporated something new, Maestro technology, in there. And the difference between our control solution, Kramer Control, and Maestro is that we look at Maestro as room automation. We want to make the experience for the user who walks into the room as 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 invisible and intuitive as possible. So if they simply have to get a cable and plug it into their laptop, that should be all they have to do. And that's the, that's the idea behind Maestro. We can trigger a number of events from software that's built into the box, like have the window shades come down, have the screen lower, the projector turn on, just because they plugged in the HDMI connector. So it, it takes it and makes it an invisible experience uh, for the user in that room.
0: It's sort of like, I don't want to say, I hate to use the term dumbed down control, but it's sort of like a entry level, simplified automated automation.
1: Automation is the key word, and you're 100% right. Uh, we had an excellent demo at the show where uh, Yuval Kramer, who um, uh, was one of ours in charge of our audio department, would simply plug in a, uh, the cord to, to the amplifier into his guitar, and then a whole bunch of things would happen. The screens would change, and then and the lights would come on. So, again, Doing an action that you would do every single day, having that do everything else necessary for you, exactly, simplifies it. Uh,
0: and then the other part uh, that was, um, you know, obviously you, you're you one of the first companies to sort of take aim at the cloud-based control uh-huh. segment or moving control to the cloud, I guess is probably the best way. And the Kramer Network, uh-huh. uh, that was sort of launched, I'd say, over the last year, but really um, ha- has sort of... Formed a product line inside your line uh, over the over the last few months. Talk about that because you, you technically introduced like version 2.0, uh, but but really it's still a new platform.
1: Sure, it's actually two different platforms if I may Kramer control is our cloud-based uh, control solution um, Kramer network is our AV uh, enterprise management solution you can't sell to IT professionals uh, without giving them an enterprise management solution so that's basically the, uh, the what Kramer network is along with being a virtual matrix switcher so Kramer network does two things it's a virtual matrix switcher if you're doing um, uh, AV over IP with encoders and decoders and it's also uh, a, a a, an enterprise management tool. Every Kramer product you connect to the network after you have Kramer ne- network 2.0 loaded is auto-recognized and is immediately available from a remote location to look at the embedded web page, to push a firmware update. If you're a school with 100 presentation Scalar switchers of ours, then you can push a firmware update from one spot to all 100 units. You can also add other competitors' units to the network. You just simply have to tell the system where they're located, whereas our products are auto recognized.
0: And the Via Connect uh, wow. product as well. That's still that's still a, a you know you still have the Via Connect line, and you even I think expanded it with a plus version. Um, okay. And uh, where does that fit in now along the the realm of your product line, and and what's the target area for that?
1: So. The uh, wireless presentation collaboration products, the VIA products, you know, right now the biggest market for those is higher education and K through 12, but they're also um, very important in the corporate environment. But what we've come out with with the VIA Connect Plus is uh, a unit that has an HDMI input. So as soon as you connect something physically to it, you can interact with that physical connection just like you do with all the other wireless ones to the box. So we're the only uh, wireless we're the only wireless presentation collaboration device on the market, solution on the market that now allows you to also simultaneously have a wired input and, and, and have it act just like the wireless ones.
0: So so can you display the wired and wireless side by side too? Or yes, you
1: Okay. Yeah, in fact, if someone's displaying uh, wirelessly because they're connected to the VIA product wirelessly and someone else jacks into the HDMI input, it'll immediately put both side by side and then they can decide who should take the main screen or if you want to see them both side by side.
0: And does the moder- is there a moderator function of the plus version?
1: Yes, uh, there is moderator in the plus version so that uh, if ultimately a teacher or an educator wanted to say, you know, I want one-way communication or I only want these people to have two-way communication, then then, then that's possible as well.
0: Okay. Yeah, that is kind of unique. It it is unique uh, compared to the other wireless collaboration products out there. I think the hard thing for that segment of the market is that uh, it's almost like Barca's the 8,000-pound gorilla because they were the first in the market to sort of have a system with the wireless collaboration. Um, And I think a lot of times what happens is a lot of companies, a lot of universities specifically and and, uh, Fortune 5000 kind of companies don't even realize there are other options out there. So it seems to me that that's 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 an area that there's a lot of market potential for you.
1: Oh, absolutely, and uh, you know, you know, the Barco product you mentioned it—it it creates its own wireless network, um, and ours actually goes on the network. And and you know, days, these days, uh, AV products on the network—it used to be hate, not on my network. Now it's it's it, you know, you give them the proper tools, the proper information about uh, how it behaves, and it's not an issue anymore.
0: And that's the key is educating them on what it's really going to do to affect their network, if at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to ask you about one other thing too. Um, th- th- obviously you're a part of the SDVoE Alliance and uh, talk about sort of your vision for your company's transition from sort of traditional hybrid and traditional uh, signal riding distribution. And I call it HDBST hybrid. Um, to the AV over IP world, AV over IT, I think is what you guys push it as. Um, where do you see that fitting in? How many years? I had a podcast yesterday with uh, Net, Netgear, and, and Netgear said that their data shows within two years, more than 50% of all the signal riding distribution products will be AV over IP. Do you agree with that, or where do you see that fitting in?
1: I I believe I do agree with that and uh, you know right now today um, we're getting orders for a bunch of encoders and decoders and uh, Kramer control which is our cloud-based control solution and when I see an order come in like that I think that's the ideal order because frankly speaking that's the future of our business you know putting in a fixed matrix router even if it's one that's configurable um, and laying in dedicated signal highways whether they be HDMI or HD based T you know, to me, I, I I think you should just use the existing highway in the building, and that's the uh, IP network. Uh, get an on ramp and an off ramp for each one of your sources and displays, and switch everything virtually. I uh, I think we're going to get there. I'd like to think that the net uh, the folks at Netgear are correct, and it's a it's two year period of time. We're we're embracing that. So what we're our philosophy is a, a family of encoders and decoders that meet every single need. So. H.264, if you're doing something remote and you don't have to worry about latency. Um, MJPEG, if you're doing something in the room and it's more important uh, to you know have it be uh, in sync with what's happening with the mouse. And of course, if you need to do 4 k sixty, we're going to have the uh e solution as well.
0: So do you see, because um, this is going to, I mean, I almost feel like you almost have to go back and reengineer the backside of your company. And I have a little bit of experience here because, you know, I grew up in the signal routing and distribution part of the market. But because going from that traditional um, bunch of gazentas to gazatas centralized box, matrix, or whatever it might be, presentation switcher, into one where everything's on the network and you're pulling it on and off with, net, with a network node of some type or, or some, some sort of browser or some sort of decoder, that changes the way you even support the customer, cha- the, the 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 client channel and the integrator channel. I mean, isn't this a giant infrastructure change for Kramer and and or do you see it as just an evolution?
1: I see it as an evolution, and I see it as some uh, as one that uh, we're embracing uh, and have been embracing for a little while. <clears throat> while I can see that that would be a challenge, it might be a challenge for even bigger companies uh, in the marketplace who are you know selling millions and the millions of dollars of uh, of the, of the old style of stuff. We're literally seeing this as our future. That's why Kramer Network is also a virtual matrix switcher to work with the AV over IP stuff. That's why we have, you know, you take, via which is software it happens to come in a box but it's software wireless presentation collaboration our cloud-based control solution our av signal management uh enterprise management software in, uh, and and virtual matrix which are with kramer network and our encoders and decoders for uh, whatever your application is we see all those things coming together within the next several years and we're just going to offer you one av platform and it's going to do all everything your control your signal management your wireless presentation and collaboration and your enterprise management so we're actually going in that direction
0: okay yeah I mean because that is going to change a lot of things uh, I you know I, I almost wonder if some companies in that segment of the industry might stream have to streamline their product lines quite a bit where, where you might have you know 20 or 30 different types of ways to route and distribute, distribute signals you're down to one or two um, and that that changes the infrastructure. So I oh, yeah. I, I, I guess I would I would um, uh, wonder at how much at where's the tipping point for it, from it being an evolution of the company to a, a sort of a a sea change, right? I guess. Yep.
1: Exactly. Right. And on, I think the acquisition of Wow Vision by Kramer Electronics, the wireless presentation, the people behind our wireless presentation, our Via products, and I rule the people behind our Kramer uh, control solution, is an indication that uh, you know we're going out where where we don't have the historical um, uh, knowledge in house. We're going out and acquiring the best people to get that knowledge. You know, Gary. You know digital photography invented in Kodak in 1972 and Kodak's not here anymore because they wanted to sell as much film as possible and therefore making the transition was, financially and emotionally difficult for him. Plus, you remember back in the days when uh, I was working in the projector industry, and I was with a leading manufacturer of CRT projectors, and then all of a sudden, these uh, LCD and L- and uh, DLP-based products came out, and and, and and because we were the leader in, in CRT, we didn't want to not be the leader for one day, so we fell behind in the early stages of that game and had to play catch-up, which we did eventually, but it 's tough it 's tough to make that move unless you are prepared to commit to it well in advance and, and at kramer we 're pretty much committed to that 's the future
0: oh yes you 're being uh, quite honest about that that's, and I think that I think a lot of integrators see that um, and they, you know they, they want to know when that tipping point's going to be, um, and obviously you would argue that people should pay attention to Kramer because you 're going to help indicate when that tipping point's going to be. Um, well, and
1: Gary, thing, I think there's also a challenge at the integrator level, um, and it's our ju- it's our responsibility as a manufacturer to help with that. And that is, I think, every single owner of every single system integrator wants that to happen sooner rather than later. It opens up terminology, and 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 it opens up as a service offerings or managed service offerings. If they, if they could start their budget process every year with a guaranteed amount of income that they're going to make off of those contracts and then worry about how many projects they have to add to the other side of that to make you know, payroll every other Friday, that's a whole much better. That's a whole better place to be in. Um, So I think the owners want to go there. I think as a manufacturer, it's incumbent for me to help show their people, how to make that change in mindset and, and, uh, and evolve into that. And so it's, it's going to be a challenge, but, uh, you know, that's where we're headed.
0: Well, I appreciate the honesty. Um, of course, you can learn more at KramerAV.com. I'll also link each of the products we talked about on today's podcast inside the description of the podcast. If you're listening to this on our iTunes store, then you need to go to RayPubs.com Click on the Infocom link, type in Kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, in the video search window, and you'll find all of the videos we shot at Infocom so that you can uh, see. Uh, we shot a uh, probably close to 10 at Infocom in their booth. Um, so uh, check it out. And, uh, Clint, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Gary. I really appreciate it. Let me just say for the record, Dr. Kramer's the CEO of Kramer. I'm the CEO of Kramer U.S. I got to make sure the boss is staying his good graces. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, with your accent, I think people figured that out. (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.
1: Thank you. You too. Bye-bye.